We are back. My name is Justine, and this is It's a Mess in Here. Uh, Before we get to accountability, let's do affirmations. I hope you're feeling peace. I hope you're feeling well-rested. I hope you're feeling like you've taken another step in your journey. I hope that you're fighting for the things you want and letting go of the things that cannot be. I hope that you're looking inward for the solutions you can provide. And I hope that when you look outward, you're surrounded by people who love and support you. I hope that if that isn't the case for you, you are taking the necessary steps to put yourself in a better place. That's not to say that it's your fault you're in a place where you're surrounded by people who are not supportive or loving. That's not to say it's your fault if you're in a place you don't want to be, but it is to say that no matter how frustrating, it is up to us to move ourselves in the directions we want to go. That doesn't mean that it's fair. That doesn't mean that that is a you know a sign of moral um, of moral worth. Um, but it does mean that the only thing you can control is yourself. And we're gonna keep saying it because I think it's hard to accept. And I think a lot of times there's an injustice to that or a feeling of injustice. Nevertheless, it's the case. And so when you can't change the things around you or the people around you, all you can do is look inward and pull yourself up every day and ask yourself to do the things that you need to do to be a little bit happier, a little more secure, and a little more at peace. All right, accountability. Um, I'm still smoking cigarettes. I and maybe more than halfway through um, the last box that I have. And I think I'm going to try and do something where after this box is gone, I um, don't buy another one for a week. And then at that week mark, I'm going to calculate what I want. If, you know, I'm just really craving it or feeling unstable on my way to or from work without them, then I will buy one, I will smoke it out, and then I'll try to do another week. And so I'm going to try to rotate off and on. And um, there are times where I can get myself into a place where it's been a while and I ask myself if I really, really mentally want one. And I am able to tell myself no. So then we're just going to try and start stacking the time back on. Um, I don't know if I've ever really iterated this part, but I don't even necessarily, I'm very aware that smoking is terrible for your body. Um, I'm not even, I'm not even in a place where I'm wanting to stop because of the health hazards, though I do acknowledge them and know that they're real. It's really more for me just about not wanting to have to have that type of mental crutch, even though it does make me feel prepared for the day or event ahead or makes me feel like I'm unwinding from the day I had or the event I experienced. Um, And it would also just save me some extra money because obviously they're kind of ridiculously expensive. Um, 
and a silly thing to be mentally addicted to um, for me. So that is the plan with that. Um, I got most everything on my to-do list done. I did take those goddamn bricks back to Lowe's. It was way easier than expected. Obviously, that's how it happens 50% of the time, right? You have anxiety about something, you finally do it, and it's quick and easy, and you find your way pretty naturally. So I took those back. I did get the gift card for Jack's birthday, so all of their presents are here and completed. I'm getting kind of nervous because I ordered Evan's birthday presents forever ago, and only half of them have come. Um, you know what? I guess I want to check the delivery date again. It had said that it was in transit, but it wasn't even out for delivery, and I ordered it. I don't know. Maybe I should go back and listen to these. I, I really feel like I ordered it at least a month ago at this point. But his birthday is in two weeks, and I'll just be really sad if the final parts of his present don't come because I'm very excited about them. Um, it's basically just all clothes that I think he's really going to love. And, um, you know, that's important. It's important to have clothes that make you feel good. And it's also always been a struggle for him because he's 6'4". He has very broad shoulders. He has very thick thighs. He has a very uh, thin waist. And so he's built, um, you know, he's a very handsome man. I know I'm biased, but... <laughs> But he's built very large and powerful. Um, you know, he played football. He's done a lot of manual labor. And so it's one of those things where he has a really great sense of style. Um, and sometimes he gets frustrated because he cannot find clothes that have the awesome patterns or the pops of color and also fit him properly because he is a larger um, man than average, especially with his proportions. Like I said, you know, he has a really small waist and he has a pretty thin torso area, but then his shoulders and his arms and his thighs are so big that like he has to go up a size. And, you know, we're not rich. We can't have all clothes tailored. So that's always a fight. But I'm very excited because I found him some amazing clothes that I think are going to fit him. And my siblings have done a lot of shopping for him, too. Um, we were going to try to get him other things for, like, his stream or maybe just some money for tattoos. Um, but I guess that'll have to wait until Christmas because, you know, I was talking to Jack the other day and they had said, like, they found him these awesome swim trunks. And we all just kind of kept finding things that would look so good on Evan that we knew he would really like. So hopefully they come soon. I can't be on my phone right now, then I'll just be dead air. I will look up the delivery time later, but yeah, I've got two more weeks. Um, what else? I watered all the indoor plants this weekend. I switched out the cat litter. I brought in the mail. Um, those are all things that normally my siblings are kind of more in charge of. Like Jack always gets the mail, which kind of feels fair because they're the ones always getting mail. Um, my sister is the big indoor plant person. Like we love plants. We have some, but they just have plants everywhere. And so, you know, they're gone. I told her I would water them this weekend. I did. Um, and then, you know, the cat litter, like, obviously we all love the cats. They're all our cats, but they originally lived with my siblings. And so that's just something, um, 
Jack normally just always does, you know, they work from home. And so I just feel like they just take a couple meetings and then just always do so many chores in between. And it's kind of seems to be something they enjoy or like need to do for their own mental peace. So I've just been doing the things that I know they would like to have done when they're done, swept multiple times. Um, I mopped my bathroom and living room areas and bedroom because it's all hardwood flooring on the first floor. And mopping is just something that I just don't enjoy it. Like I enjoy the feel of it and the look of it in the end, obviously, who doesn't? But it's just one of those chores that feel extra hard. You know, you have to bend over a lot. Your back hurts. Um, We have the Swiffer and like the wet pads. So that's easier than like, you know, I mean, I'm old. I'm, I'm 31. So, you know, I remember when we would fill buckets and have to rinse out the mops and then get fresh water to do each room and stuff. Um, but I still just hate it, <laughs> but I did it. It wasn't even on my list and I did it. So please clap Jeb Bush. Um, I also planted the vines over by the fence. Like I said, we were going to try and get some vines to grow over there. I don't know if I did it, um, as well as I should have a bunch of stuff I read said that vines will pretty much take root anywhere. Especially if you, you know, put the clippings like right next to a, like a an an open bud like if you clip the vine stem and then you kind of trim off the extra leaves at the end and then you bury it close to like it said like a quarter inch from the first bud that you had uh clipped off that it would help it grow so i just kind of dug out a little trench i planted the vine clippings in there um watered them if they take amazing i'm hoping they do just because a lot of the stuff i read said that they root easily but it is kind of crappy ground over there i'm assuming that's why there wasn't any plants over there in the first place Um, i think it just gets a lot of sun and not a lot of water so I'm going to try and water them along with, you know, when we do all of our garden, I'm going to try and remember to go over to that area as well and do that. And if they don't take um, next time, I will um, put potting soil in with the with the holes as well and try to kind of, you know, plant them in a more careful and caring way. Um, but I'm hoping I can just throw them over there and they'll grow and then we'll have a little extra um, shelter and a little barrier between our road and our backyard. Um, I'm doing this now. What else? A lot of the other things that are on my to-do list right now are things <laughs> that I want to buy. Um So those are things that are just going to have to come as they can. I still want to get curtains for my bedroom and bathroom areas, um, but I have a very specific vision for what those should be. And so, you know, that's going to take some money. Curtains aren't super expensive, but depending on what you're looking for, they can be surprisingly so. Um, I think the bathroom ones will be cheap, but the bedroom ones are kind of an odd shape. We have weird windows where they're like wide but short. And we want them to be really thick because Evan has always been a huge fan of blackout curtains. He worked a lot of night jobs for a while um, in our younger years. And he's just very sensitive to light and sound when he's sleeping. He's just a light sleeper. So we're probably going to get some thick ones and they're going to be a weird shape. So that'll probably rack up money. 
Um, like I said, I have a lot of organizational things I want to get. That'll be, I'm probably going to go hit up like Goodwill or something and try to find some like cheap, cute baskets and stuff. But I have very specific images in my brain and I really want to try and stick to them because I'm really liking the way our bathroom and bedroom are coming together. So, um, those are just things that will come in time along with the fairy lights for my bathroom. Those are on the list. And I just keep adding, obviously, like I was watching all these DIY videos today. I think I probably want to paint my closet, bathroom, and bedroom doors like an accent color. Um, Evan wants to switch out the door handles because right now they're these ugly turn knobs. And I think we want the levers instead, you know, all that type of jazz. So in terms of to-do list, those are things that I'm just going to slowly chip away on. Um, I also have to get some more Father's Day presents. I got my one father-in-law, Jack's dad. I got him a gin-making kit. Um, and it's not like an overwhelming one where you have to have like barrels of mead in your closet for a long period of time or like you have to add hops or anything like that. It's like a really cute, simple DIY. The gin comes, but then you can flavor it however you want. And um, Jack's dad loves making us like mixed cocktails and gin and tonics are totally his thing. They almost always get us gin for Christmas or our birthdays. So I think he'll like it. Um, and Jack had said, you know, at first when I asked them if that was something that maybe their dad would be interested in, they've been like, oh no. But it's funny because the older he gets, um, he really has always been a big worker. He likes working. He's a doctor. Um, but the older he gets and the more like work kind of slows down for him. Um, technically he's retired, but like, you know, he's one of the retirees that still went and got like a clinic job. And so who knows if he'll ever actually stop working, but he has been slowly making time for more hobbies, which is awesome. So I'm hoping that'll be nice for him. Um, but I'm probably going to have to order and ship direct to Evan's dad and our uncle who we also honor on Father's Day. And so I'm kicking around a couple ideas with that. Um, I feel like my go-to this year is kind of CBD lotion, right? Like everyone has aches, everyone has pains <laughs> and that shit is just so soothing and you can get it, you know, you can get it where it's like the, almost the icy hot feel where it's really hot or it tingles. Um, you can get like the really soothing ones. They all smell really good. And it really is incredible how, you know, you can just put it on your achy joints or neck or back. And, um, it just really helps ease your tensions. And I don't know anyone who isn't having those types of problems anyway. Um, and so I'm thinking that, or Evan and I kicked around a couple other ideas for his dad, but either way, I'll probably just ship them direct. Other to-do things. Oh, I keep moving this forward. My freaking iPhone keeps telling me my iCloud storage is almost full. And I know it's probably just like bogus memes and dumb things I've downloaded from Twitter or something that I don't even need anymore. But the last time this happened, I just did like a mass delete of a lot of things and then obviously ended up losing like screenshots that I needed of like passcodes for things me and my friend share or whatever. So it keeps, you know, 
it's it's the trap, especially the Apple trap of just like, oh, you know, for $5 more, you could upgrade to this or blah, blah, blah. But I really don't want to. And it just seems excessive and I don't need it. So I need to go through and figure out how to empty my iCloud storage. I should probably go into my actual iCloud and just delete everything because I don't even want pictures and videos up there, right? Like, it just doesn't matter to me. Um, I know some people love it, but I almost am uncomfortable with the the knowledge that, like, I literally never accepted iCloud. It would always ask me, like, do you want to attach an iCloud to this? And I'd be like, no. And then I finally ended up getting a phone, like a newer one, because that's how they always trap you, right? You have to get a new phone. And it just, like, did it for me without my permission. So... I know it's probably like an old person brain thing to have at this point. I'm sure, you know, I mean, they have all of your stuff anyway. I'm aware of that. But I've just had people who, you know, their iClouds have been hacked or, you know, there's always companies getting hacked or servers getting hacked. And um, I just don't need that I just don't even need the way my anxiety is set up. <laughs> I just don't need it. So that's something I need to figure out, but I just keep moving it forward because it's just like an annoying, tedious task for me. And also it's like thing it's something I don't deeply care about, but it's something where like it does need done. And then once I get it done, at least I'll never have to think about it or worry about it again because I will get anxiety about like the potential photos that might be up in my iCloud that I've forgotten about or don't remember. Um or running out of iCloud storage. And so then like my shit just isn't being staved. So it's just annoying. Um, and I should probably look into switching over my car insurance because I'm really unimpressed with the way the insurance company I'm with now handled COVID. Um, you know, like I called them and I had asked them to find a way to reduce my pricing because we were not even driving our cars for like months. And <clears throat> I had to call them twice because the first time apparently the representative I talked to, we set up this whole plan and she never even actually processed it or actually put it into place. And so then after that, it took, you know, like three months for it to actually take effect. And I'm just, I'm just irritated with them. And they keep calling and asking me for life insurance, which is something I want, but I don't want to ever find myself in a position where I am spending so much money trying to worry about, you know, retirement and my death and, um, insurance and all these things that could potentially happen that I'm just a uh, 100% strapped for cash and unable to live right now. And unfortunately, I think that especially these younger generations, older millennials, younger millennials, um, Gen Z, the next generation coming up, Gen A, who knows? I don't know if they're going to have a nickname or if they do, I, I don't know. But I just think we're really in a place where we have to try and take care of ourselves the best we can and prepare for our future, yes, and make sure that we're secure enough to feel like we don't um, leave a huge burden for our loved ones when we die or that we can protect our loved ones if something goes wrong for us or them, while at the same time just being like, fuck you. I would like to live and enjoy myself while I'm alive instead of just constantly 
working my ass off and then throwing all of my money into preventative measures that may or may not come or that may or may not matter by the time I get there, right? And it's just a really tedious balancing act. Um, And so that's what I'm trying to participate in um, and handle to the best of my ability. So do I want life insurance? Yes, of course. The younger you buy in, the cheaper it is. Um, Also, do I want to be able to buy myself curtains when I want them? Yes. So I'm hoping maybe if I switch my uh, umbrella insurance policies, if I can find a different place that can offer a little bit cheaper um, and I'm hoping I can find a local place that would undercut the place I'm with because <clears throat> I am with a national chain, then I could add on life insurance while also not, you know, just throwing two to $300 at insurance every month because it's exhausting and I would like to enjoy my life while I'm still uh, young enough and motivated enough to do so. So those are just some verbal diarrhea adult thoughts, and that is the accountability measures we're taking. We're knocking things off the list, we're moving things up the list, um, or forward in the list, and we're going to keep trying to tackle those as we go, and I'm going to keep checking in um, so that I know I'm doing my best. Something else I should really do is start looking for therapists. I really don't have any reason not to now beyond, um, you know, just kind of the the steep hill it feels like it will be climbing to seek out ones that I think would probably be good fits or I'd be comfortable with and then actually setting them up and going and then actually trying to establish a relationship and see who fits. Um, it feels like a very daunting and tedious task because I... Um, have never found someone who I really, really felt like I clicked with or was comfortable with. I also, um, like I've said many times, always trying to be as honest and transparent with myself as possible. Um, I didn't stay with any of them too long. Some of that was because I wasn't ready, but some of that was because I just wasn't feeling it. And so it's it's going to be a long process. I know that. But, you know, I'm going to try and at least start. I'm going to get on my network. And I'm going to try and make a list of people that look promising. And then I will start slowly trying to make appointments and we'll go from there. Um, so yeah, that is that on that. Um, it's Memorial Day, so thank God I had an extra day off work. I felt like it was needed. It was necessary. I actually woke up and got a lot of stuff on my to-do list that I just rattled off done on Saturday just because, you know, I woke up and I knew that I was going to have extra time. And it's just one of those things where when you know you have extra time, sometimes it means you're like, okay, I can push this off and procrastinate and do it later. But sometimes it's almost like I have the energy to do this now because I know that I will have time to rest later instead of being like, you know it's Saturday and I want to do nothing. And then Sunday is the day before I have to go back to work and that feels shitty. And then I'm back to work. I don't know. That's how my brain works. At least I'm not saying it's great, (laughs) Um, but it's the battle I fight. And so Saturday I got a lot of stuff done 
yesterday we didn't do too much at all. Um, I mean, in terms of being productive, um, we did some laundry, we made a fire and cooked food. Um, we ate really well yesterday. We did whatever we wanted. Um, and we really just hung out and watched TV. We watched Zack Snyder's new Netflix movie, Army of the Dead. It was pretty good for what it was. Like I enjoyed it. Um, I don't understand why he can't trim movies down to being like a standard time. Uh, I, (laughs) I think he's a good director and he gets so caught up in the cinema that, um, I don't know. He's not as good of a writer in terms of really tightening up his stories. And that's why all of his movies have to be two and a half hours long, four and a half hours long. But I enjoyed it. I love Tignataro. She was obviously the best part. Um, the action scenes were great. I will say hashtag justice for chambers. I spoiler, I guess, if you are worried about army of the dead spoilers, turn it off here. But I just don't understand why they had chambers fight so hard and even bust through the window to get free of the zombies. And then all of her friends and her team is just standing there and she's still alive and not bitten, fighting her ass off. And they're just like, oh, oh no, like she's gone, leave her. And then like two minutes later, she finally gets bitten. I don't understand. It was such a weird way to shoot it and have it be done. It could have so easily been avoided. My girl was kicking ass and um, her team failed her, period. But we just did goofy things like that, enjoyed our time. Um, Obviously, I'm in good spirits right now, maybe even a little bit manic, to be honest. Um, After this, I'm going to beta read. Evan's streaming right now. You can probably hear him yelling in the background. Um, He's been playing the beta for Chivalry 2, really enjoying it. So if you're a gamer, maybe check it out. It's just really funny because it's, you know, you're a medieval knight, um, but you're playing with live players. And that's really been a funny dynamic to watch. Um, But yeah, so that's all the catch up. That's all of the accountability things to talk about. Um, so I guess let's do our mental health check in. I had originally thought about talking about my dad, but I can't lie to you right now. I just am feeling too good to go there. Um, he did do something that upset me recently. And on top of that, I've also been thinking about reaching out to him. Um, but I'm really scared that if I reach out to him and if I try to explain my side of things or tell him why it's been hard to speak with him um, or why I've kept my distance or set boundaries with him, I'm just really worried that it won't go well and that um, it will be more damaging than good because I won't know. Like I'll walk in with the tools I have, right? obviously, and I will try my best. But I'm also worried that because we've had so many issues, because I can get so sensitive around him, because I do so desperately want him to understand me and care, even though obviously I can't make him do those things, um, I'm just worried that I won't be ready for the things he says or um, the way the conversation goes. And I will end up. 
really just kind of falling apart or not following my goals or making things worse between us because um, I do have anger and he is one of the people who easily brings it out in me, you know, because of our history and because of our unspoken issues. And so I think I'm really thinking that it's probably wisest that I find a therapist and really talk to them about those things and issues and worries and fears um, and give them examples and talk about our history and maybe have them give me some more tools or guiding principles or words or coping mechanisms before I actually do try to reach out. Um, I think maybe it's a good sign I'm thinking about it more. Um, and maybe I'm just letting fear of myself or, you know, fear of the unknown get the best of me. But I do think it's fair to say that I am most likely not completely ready, um, or at least not where I want to be. And so I think right now we focus on finding a therapist and we try to keep them and work with them and connect with them so that we have time to talk about um, these uh the words that came to mind were daddy issues, LOL, but I don't mean it in a mocking way. It's more just like in the universal (laughs) daddy issues way. I don't know. But so I think we just do that for now. Um, But like I said, he did do something recently, um, sort of, and he sort of reached out, but in a very um, public way in a group chat, he said something insensitive, which is, you know, that's just what he does. Um, But I talked about it with a friend, Um, and so I just, I don't think I want to spend my last couple hours of freedom um, going down that road right now, so maybe next time. Um, I, I definitely will discuss the history things, if only for posterity and for my own verbal records. Um... But once again, I'm just going to say not today because I'm feeling good and there's a couple other things I want to get done. So um, I'm just going to do that for now. But we will talk about it sometime because like I said, there was a recent happening that uh, once again just adds to the list of of things that kind of set me off or, or feel real bad. Um, so mental health check-in. What did you do today? Um, so I had done most of our laundry like Friday and Saturday, but I did another load today because the basket was already full again. Um, we had like towels and stuff, did Evan swimwear. Cause you know, like I said, he swims normally at least four to five days a week. So he normally just comes home, rinses them out and dries them. But then at least once a week, if not twice a week, we do a full wash on him. So we did laundry. Um, Evan made breakfast burritos. I made coffee. I had some morning cigarettes out on the patio. It's very hot here, very sunny. I planted those vines this morning before it got super hot. Let the cats cats out for a roam because they're big outdoor cats. They love being outside. Um, that's always nerve wracking because one of our cats is just absolutely determined to run away from us. She is always looking for a way to escape. She's our little warrior cat and our troublemaker. So kept an eye on them. Um, We've been watching a lot of what we do in the shadows. 
um, the Teiko Watiti and Jermaine. Oh no, I forget his last name. But they they wrote and directed the movie too. But now they're doing a TV show, and one of our Aussie friends has been watching it recently and highly suggested it. So we watched a couple of those. Um, Evan took a shower and then he felt tired. So we kind of laid down and chilled for a little while. I watched a lot of TikTok renovation DIY videos and now Evan's streaming and I'm doing this. And then later we're going to eat dinner. Um, I'm going to beta read after this too. And then we're probably just going to hang out the rest of the night because tomorrow we are back to work. Number two, how is your mental health? Um, good question. I have been feeling pretty good or in decent spirits for the most part. Um, like I said, I might even be a little manic. Um, I've kind of been going up and down, but in like quick successions. So I'll suddenly feel kind of restless and down. Um and then suddenly I'll just be like, nope, okay, here we go. We're going to do something. And then I do it. So I think I'm doing okay for the most part. Um, I'm fighting back against not wanting to exist. I'm fighting back against um, not doing anything. I'm doing what I can when I can. I'm trying and keep trying to keep up with chores. Um, I have been a little stressed out at times. Oh. So I'm doing really good at sticking to my budget in terms of trying to save a little bit of money, trying to make sure that I'm um, getting the gifts or uh, items of appreciation for the people in my life. Um, budgeting is important for saving and, you know, making sure that your bills are paid if that's an issue for you. I've never, my bills are always paid. It doesn't matter how poor I am. Those get paid first immediately. That's never been my problem. My problem is saving money for the good things. My problem is piling up money so that I can go on vacation and not be stressed about it, right? Like I have always had the money for the things that are absolutely necessary, but it's time for me to take charge of my finances in terms of give give yourself padding so that you can have fun when you want to have fun. And so then you don't resent or just keep talking about how you don't have any money when someone's birthday comes up or, you know, a wedding is on the way and you need to travel cross country for it and stuff like that. So th that's um, my issue and that's where I'm honing in. And um, there's just been times where I'm not always a great, I'm not great at remembering dates and I'm not great at remembering to get people gifts. And um, I don't think it has to be obligatory. I don't think that, you know, um, getting gifts for people means you love them and not getting gifts for people means you doesn't, you don't. Um, but I do think that I feel better when I know a date is coming. I sit down and really think about ideas. I look at my budget, I see what I can or can't afford, and then I go from there and get items of appreciation or things that I know they'll use. And so part of me feeling like I'm taking bigger and better control of my life is by factoring that type of thing in and getting ahead of it. And so then I do feel like I'm contributing and showing my appreciation and doing something thoughtful without um, 
you know, resenting the the surprise of, oh no, I, I forgot I have to get them a gift or without um, just being like, you know, sorry, I have no money. Um, and again, that's just for me. Uh, Jack and I have conversations all the time about how it shouldn't feel obligatory. Um, that's just capitalism and everyone has, has different love languages, right? So you can always show that you love someone without giving gifts. Gift giving is just one love language. But for me, it makes me feel better um, when I do know that I'm ahead of it and I have put time and thought and saved the money to get them something that hopefully they like. Because once I do all of that, I actually am pretty good at um, well, for most people, finding things that they like. Some people are really difficult and you're just like, they, you know, they get themselves the things that they want all the time. And so, you know, what could I possibly get them that they don't already have? Those people are difficult. But like I said, then you just find good CBD lotion or candles or, you know, just things that always make you happy when you have them on hand. Um, my cousin's birthday is coming up in July and he's always been really hard, um, in my opinion, to get gifts for like, he really likes comic book stuff and action movies. And so some, normally we just get him like little things like that, right? Like a star Wars picture or a Batman comic. Um, but it kind of feels like, you know, it's just junk that piles up on his bookshelf. And I think he appreciates them, but also doesn't use that type of stuff a lot. Or it's just like, how many of those things can you get for a growing adult, you know? <laughs> um, so this year I'm thinking like candles and slippers maybe. Because he's kind of, he seemed to have, um, I mean, we're all growing adults. But he's really seemed to have been, he's kind of settled into a new mature phase. Um, and so I'm thinking maybe he would actually appreciate those. He's working all the time right now. So I'm just trying to think of like relaxing, peaceful things where when he comes home, they just make his life like cozy and um, restful. Um, so anyway, all of that long ranting to say, I kind of got stressed out because we were hanging out yesterday and our tortoise, his name is Galileo. He's a little Russian tortoise, so like no bigger than your hand. Um, he just kept scratching and scratching at the corners of his pen and he's like getting strong enough that he can hook his legs over the corners and like pull himself all the way up. And Evan was like, yeah, it's been a problem recently. Like he's been super active this summer because the pen is in Evan's office. And like I said, now that I have this office job again, I'm probably the person, well, me and my sister are just not home very much. And Jack and Evan are home quite frequently, if not all the time. So Evan's noticed it and I haven't. And he was like, yeah, you know, he's he's starting to get really strong. He's starting to be really, really active. He's always trying to break out of his pen. I'm scared he's going to fall out and like crack his shell. And so that really stressed me out. Um, he's being super loud, which sucks for Evan's stream because he'll be loud while Evan's streaming and his mic will pick it up because he's just digging and digging and trying to burrow or trying to break out. And he just has like a wood pen that we built and painted for him. So we talked about it for a while. I kept watching him like almost get his little body over the sides of the pen. And if he falls, cause he's on like a lifted table, like I would just be so worried about him, like hurting himself really bad. 
So I ended up going on Etsy and I found this um, really good craftsman that had a lot of really great reviews and who does like rabbit and tortoise enclosures. Excuse me. So I ended up buying a pen from him. Um, I'm excited about it because it is two tiers, which means Galileo can climb up a ramp and hang out on the top floor, and then he can come back down and hang out on the bottom floor. And then there's like this um, runaway hide box in the corner where he can go in. It'll be totally dark. It'll be cool and shady. There's a perfect hook for to hang his lamp on, all the good stuff. And then it also has um, drop-down mesh lids, which uh, felt very necessary because I don't want my baby falling out and cracking his shell or poking his eye out or something like I don't even know. But I just don't want to have to go to the freaking reptile vet because it's always expensive anyway because there's only like one around here and they're reptiles. So it's not common, as common. Um, and there's not like a 24-7 hospital, <laughs> reptile hospital around here. So I would just... I just really like I'm going to have to take him to the vet sometime soon. I should probably add that on the list for like August or something because his nose is getting way too long, his beak. And um, it's one of those things where sometimes the beak gets shaved down on its own um, and sometimes it doesn't. And of course, he's one of the tortoises that doesn't. So you have to go get that shaved down to make it easier for them to eat and stuff anyway. But yeah. So he's going to cost me a bunch of money coming up soon, probably not a bunch, but you know, a couple hundo just to make sure he's good. Um, we did make weight for the first time. The last time I took him to the vet, that's awesome. So he's, he's continuing to do better and better, um, because he had dry rot on the top of his shell. Also he's recovering from that. It just takes forever. Like that was literally four years ago and his shell is still regenerating, but it looks better than ever before. So, yeah, but it really wasn't buying the new pen was not an expense I foresaw and obviously getting it handmade, which feels better, support local businesses, all that jazz. Um we would make it ourselves, but we just don't feel like we have the time or energy right now. And again, we've made the pen that he's already in. I don't really know. I'm sure we could watch plenty of YouTube videos and we could have done the um the actual swinging lids on the top ourselves, but it just wasn't something we were willing to do. And I suddenly felt very stressed out about his safety. Um, so it wasn't an expense I was prepared for, but I did find um, a payment plan that you can actually do through Etsy. And um, so we're going to do it that way. Uh, and it's like the first six months is interest-free. And so I plan on having it paid off within that. And if for some reason, you know, things start going really badly with it, then I'll just pay it all off and, you know, we'll be like hella poor until my next paycheck or whatever. It's fine. But that was something that kind of stressed me out was like, oh, shit, now I have to get this new pen for our tortoise because – like the cats, they're all trying to escape. It must be a summer thing, like all the animals are just trying to break out. So beyond that, mental health-wise, you know, like I said, my dad kind of shook me a little bit, had me in a place where I was just feeling irritated and, um, you know, disconnected um, or kind of unloved. Um, 
I don't even know what the exact proper word is I'm looking for. All of that kind of, but just sort of, he just busts into your life and texts, like I said, it was something in a group chat even that should have been private um, and just says this long thing and then is, you know, like, speak now or forever hold your peace because he's always already made the decision and positions himself as the person in power while, you know, he's like asking for your input, but he's really just asking you to be okay with it. I don't know. But I talked it out. I, um, literally the moment it happened, I was at work. He, he always texts me at the worst times. I swear to God. So (laughs) I was at work It pretty much like in the morning, of course. So it shook my whole day, but I, I got on Microsoft word. I typed out, you know, why am I, here's how I'm feeling. Why am I feeling this way? And then I tried to put that in words. So maybe next time we'll go over it. Um, but I think I, I think I thought about it and kind of tried to center myself and understand what I was feeling and ask myself why as best I could. I talked it out with my friend and um, I've definitely thought about him a couple times this weekend. I've definitely kind of gone into like a, a ragey talk talk in my head at night once or twice, but I'm also just trying to let it go and let it be. Um, so my mental health is a work in progress as always, but, um, having the roommates gone this weekend and hanging out with Evan has been nice. It's been centering. Um, and the rest is just continued shadow work, um, continued self-help, continued looking for a therapist. Uh, I'll continue to do these mental health check-ins. I'll continue to try and hold myself accountable. You know, what else, what else can you do? Uh, number three, what do you need to do tomorrow? I need to go to work. Um, I will get as much done as I can. I've been pretty motivated. I feel like I've been getting, I've been kind of kicking ass at work to be honest, but it's been a struggle because my boss is very disorganized. Um, if I bring up things that I think, you know, oh, hey, reminder, we have to get the newsletters out or, hey, reminder, you need to call this uh, client back before they get mad. He's just really good at being like, yep, we'll do that later or, okay, but today we have to do this. And he just, and then he just forgets and things fall through the cracks or um, he'll panic and he'll send out like new notices to everyone, but the dates won't match. And so then everyone will be calling in asking us like, which date is right? Are you actually coming June 7th or are you coming June 14th? You know? So I feel like I'm kicking ass, but it's extremely um, contained to the things that I can do on my own that are only related to my job. I'm killing it at those things. Um in terms of actually feeling like we're making progress and getting things done at work as a whole, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> um, for example, you know, we're trying to open our pool. We're trying to finish up these inspection reports that we were doing. Um, and my boss, for some reason, just decided that that wasn't going to take a long time. Either of those things, either of those things, the pool and inspection reports for every single one of our residents. And so he like basically scheduled them all to be in the same week. Um, 
And now it's all fallen apart. Like he's still on vacation right now, of course, too. So he won't be in the office tomorrow. So it'll be nice in terms of I'll have the office to myself and I'll be able to do the things that I know I can do and should do and need to do well. And I'll be able to do those things well. But when he gets back, it's just going to be like, all right, when are we actually, what date are we actually opening the pool? And okay, when are we getting the heating pump fixed? Um, okay, when are you going to do the inspection reports so that I can actually type them up and send them out? And it's been harder too because we lost our maintenance man. And so that means that, um, you know, my boss is doing a lot of the maintenance work in terms of the supervisor position. And then my two poor maintenance guys just have to pick up all the rest of the slack. So it's not like it's been an easy position, but I just, he just stresses me out because I need things to be organized. I need calendars to be kept. I need small goals to be set to walk our way up to the large goals. And that is just not how he operates. But, you know, I'm only getting paid to do what I can do. And so when he's letting things slip through the cracks, if I've reminded him once or twice, or if I've tried to get us there and he's just not receptive to it, I'm just letting it go. So, kind of feels like shit because it means I'm not doing my best work because my best work means, you know, uh, I mean, my, my last job taught me, I guess, or the, the vibe from everyone on the team was, you know, I'll put this team on my back and I'll do whatever needs done, even if it's not my job description. But that really burnt me out. It really made me bitter. It, um, it put me in a position to be manipulated and it put me in a mindset um, that kind of led me to the really bad and poor working conditions I had. And even with the promotions from my last job, it was never worth the money. You know, I was, I was never getting paid um, a satisfactory amount for the amount of work and mental power and energy and just everything that I put into it. And so with this job, I'm just simply drawing lines, you know, if my boss isn't going to get us where we need to go and he's not going to be receptive to my nudgings, you know, I am his assistant. I'm here to assist. If he's not going to let me assist, then I'm, you know, I'm not getting paid enough to just go ahead and try and do his job for him. I'm also, I haven't been there long enough to actually do that. I'm just saying, you know, I'm trying to just mentally not think about it. I'm doing what I can do and what I know I can do. And the rest is up to him to either teach me or to get his shit together so that he can actually keep us on track for something. So I'm going to go to work. Um, no boss tomorrow. So hopefully it'll feel kind of chill. I'll do what I can do. I'll put in the best effort that I can. And then, you know, Whatever comes up that only he can handle, um, we'll see how that goes the, the rest of the week. But hey, the weekend will be here soon before we know it again because uh, we had a three-day weekend this week. That's one of the best things about three-day weekends is it shortens, it shortens the next week too. So I think that's really it also in terms of like what I have to do. I, I will be beta reading as well. I, I count that as a have to do because we're almost done. But I don't really have any errands scheduled for next week. Um, 
at one point I thought I was going to go be able to get curtains, but I think I should wait until my next paycheck. Um, just, just to make sure that I have everything where I wanted to go this very last week. So <laughs> I'm sorry if you can hear Evan again, he's streaming right now and it, <laughs> things are popping off. He's in a very bloody battle. So he's been yelling like crazy. Um, number four, what have you done for yourself lately? Ooh, I do think, I feel like I say this all the time, but I do think I'm going to try to paint my nails tonight. It's just something, you know, it doesn't always bother me or anything if I just have clear nails, but sometimes it makes me feel a little extra umph if I paint them. I think I'm just going to cut them really short and paint them white. Um, but I have not done that yet. So what have I done for myself lately? I don't know, you know, like I guess I can only just say like, getting the things on my list done that I wanted to get done. That makes me feel good. Um, it puts my home and my people in a better place every time I do that. Um, I don't know. And then doing nothing yesterday for the most part. Uh, grilling out with my baby, my boo. Uh, I don't know, man. What have I done for myself lately? I did call my cousin and check in with him. That was good for both of us, I think. Uh, that's it. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just keep on keeping on is, is what I'm doing right now. So I guess that's really the only answer. And then, oh no, the most feared one. Number five, one thing that made you happy. This weekend was great, you know. I mean, I've just been happy this weekend because we had the house to ourselves, had an extra day off work. Um, and, I mean, I did a lot of little things that I normally don't do. Like, I noticed the windows were dirty in the kitchen. I cleaned the windows. Um like I said, I mopped. That's like something that doesn't happen all the time. You know, that's not a weekly chore for me. I'm sorry. It just can't be. So I mopped. Um, Evan makes me happy. I know I always say it, but it's true. Uh, that's really about it. I guess I kind of ended up combining again the what make, made you happy with what have you done for yourself lately. But I don't know. I'm just, um, I'm surviving it all. So I guess that's that. Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel unhappy. But I guess I'm just doing the things I need to do, which kind of keeps the pressure off a little bit. Uh, oh, you know what? This is actually, this was something that Evan did. But it did make me happy because me and him had both talked about it forever. I offered to help, but we've been together so long that we both just kind of end up picking our own chores in a sense. Like I am much more likely to clean the bedroom and bathroom. Um, I am much more likely to sweep the whole house. Uh, Evan cleans his his office. He sweeps his office and stuff, and he'll he'll clean. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying like those are the things that I pick up more. Whereas Evan um, cooks more. He's uh, mo the most. Like I just I'm not a cook. I hate it. 
Um, and he just makes such good food, so he's more likely to cook. Um, we both probably rotate laundry about the same. But one thing that is an Evan job um, that was not agreed upon, like I said, it just kind of happened, is cleaning out the shower and sink drains. And our sink was so fucking clogged recently, and we just couldn't figure it out because Evan and I both used to have really long hair. And so that made sense. But then Evan recently just shaved his whole head. Um, and so he's back down to super short hair. And when I realized that this new sink and this new home we've been living in clogged way easier than literally anywhere else we've ever lived, I always try to make sure I'm not brushing my hair over the sink. Um, I do cut my own bangs, but you know, those are just short little pieces of hair. But I don't know, man, this sink has been a nightmare since like day one. It clogs super easily. I'll be putting, uh, you know, baking soda and vinegar down there. I'll be pouring the boiling water. I'll be trying to do a lot of, you know, natural things because you're not supposed to use Drano. And that's not something we would ever want to do, especially obviously now that we have this house. And so it's our pipes. <laughs> and so we have to fix it if anything goes wrong. Um, and so on Saturday, um, I was doing a ton of stuff too. We both were very, very productive, but Evan got in there, actually opened up the trap underneath the sink, um, washed everything out, pulled a bunch of, you know, nasty gunky. I don't know. Like there was a bunch of hair in there. Yuck. I don't know if it was also like our soap. I had had a moisturizing soap for a while just because we were washing our hands so, so much um, when we first moved in and we're doing so many projects. And so I don't know if it was because it was like moisturizing soap and maybe it had, it wasn't great and it had a bunch of buildup in there or what, but he got it all cleaned out. The sink's running like brand new. Um, like I said, that wasn't something that I did that made me happy, but it was definitely a thing that made me super happy. It just feels like, you know, he joked later, like, it's like being in a damn hotel <laughs> when your sink actually like drains perfectly. So that did happen and that was wonderful. Um, so yeah, there's just all of my uh, brain dumps. That's all of the things going on in my head. But, you know, it's another week. It's uh, another couple of things processed, another couple of things off the list. Obviously, way more things added. There always is. Um, and so that's where I'm at. Those are the goals I'm setting for the next couple weeks. And those are the things that I've completed. Onward and upward. I hope you have a wonderful week. And, um... I hope you're taking care of yourself. Bye.